legs, the tackler into the end zone. He catches it in stride and scores. This is This Week in the Mountain West. He walks into the end zone. Touchdown, Mountain West Conference champions. Hi, this is Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West, and you are listening to This Week in the Mountain West. On the Mountain West Radio Network. Hello and welcome in to the week one edition of the 2022 season of This Week in the Mountain West. I'm your host, Matt Neverett. The 2022 season is already underway with five Mountain West teams in action last Saturday in week zero. If you missed any of the action, let's get you caught up quickly. The conference went three and two in five non-conference games, highlighted by wins for UNLV, Nevada, and defending Mountain West champion Utah State Aggies. UNLV was a 52-21 winner over FCS for Idaho State at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas as sophomore Doug Broomfield threw for 365 yards and four touchdowns in the win to wrap up Mountain West Offensive Player of the Week honors for Week 0. Nevada got a combined 170 yards and two touchdowns on the ground from Toa Tawa and Devontae Lee, and the Wolfpack defense forced five turnovers in a 23-12 win at New Mexico State, so Ken Wilson wins his head coaching debut at Nevada. Plus, Utah State got off to a strong start with a 30 32-20 home win over UConn as Logan Bonner threw for 281 yards and three scores. Wyoming fell 38-6 at Illinois despite the Cowboys piling up 182 yards on the ground, and Hawaii was unable to secure a victory in Timmy Chang's inaugural game as head coach of the Rainbow Warriors, falling 63-10 at home to Vanderbilt. Week 1 opens Thursday night with Fresno State and San Jose State each in action in non-conference contests, followed by nine games on Saturday. Looking back on the 2021 season in the Mountain West, it was Utah State shocking the league, going from a fifth-place predicted finish in the Mountain Division in the preseason poll to a conference championship in Blake Anderson's first season in Logan. The Aggies blew out the favored West Division champ San Diego State 46-13 on the road in the Mountain West championship game and then beat Oregon State 24-13 in the L.A. Bowl to give Utah State two wins over the Pac-12 for the season and an 11-3 overall record. So with that, let's dive into our 2022 season preview, starting with the Mountain Division first, followed by the West Division. We'll present these team capsules in the predicted order of finish within the divisions, as voted on by the media covering the conference. All audio clips were collected during Mountain West Football Media Days at Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas back on July 20th and 21st. And a quick reminder, this upcoming 2022 season is the last season of the two-division format in the Mountain West. Starting next year, the two teams with the highest conference winning percentage will compete in the championship game. But right now, it's time for the 2022 season and pick to finish atop the Mountain Division. As usual, it's Boise State. By their own lofty standards, it was a down year at Boise State in 2021. The Broncos only won seven games in Andy Avalos's first year for a third-place finish in the Mountain Division. Boise State was just fifth in scoring offense in the conference last year at 29.2 points per game. That's the program's lowest mark since 1997. And the Broncos were only seventh in total offense in the Mountain West last year at 381 yards a game. Andy Avalos spoke at Media Day where his offense will find the spark here in the 2022 season, and it starts with fourth-year starting quarterback quarterback Hank Bachmeyer. At the end of the day, it's a physical game, so it always starts up front with the offensive line, the consistency of, uh, you know, the chemistry that we develop there and how those guys play together both in the, in the run game and in the pass game and, and then the guy driving the bus, you know, and we're very confident about Hank's development over the course of the offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we lose uh, a lot of production in Shaq at wide receiver, and, and so it doesn't have to be one guy that fills those shoes, but uh, Hank has multiple guys. We feel good about the depth that, you know, he can spread the ball around the field and um, you know, but again, it starts with all with the run game and, and our offensive line and how we've been able to recruit and develop guys to create some depth. 
While the offense was down, plenty of good news on the defensive side of the ball, with nine returning starters from the number one scoring defense in the Mountain West a year ago. In fact, the Broncos had more interceptions, 13, than passing touchdowns, 12, allowed last year. Up next, it's... Air Force. The Falcons finished second in the mountain a year ago and are picked to finish in that same spot here in 2022. A big reason, the number of upperclassmen and returning starters for Troy Calhoun's group. Eight returning starters on offense, led by senior quarterback Hazeek Daniels, fullback Brad Roberts, and a largely experienced offensive line that anchored the top rushing offense in the nation last season. Defensively, Air Force was fourth nationally in total defense and 16th in scoring defense last season, and they bring back at least seven starters. Still ever the pragmatist, Calhoun is pre patients. We're starting from scratch, and I say that from the standpoint. We had 29 seniors last year. Each one has a degree from the Air Force Academy. Uh, and, and the guys that we do have back, we haven't worked with them yet. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a bunch of major surgeries. Uh, Brad Roberts with a knee, Hazik Daniels with a knee, uh, Kyle Patterson with a knee, Vince Sanford with a shoulder. So we haven't had a single we, – they, they weren't involved with any spring activities uh, they still aren't where they're able to completely even work out. And so I think as we head into this year, I mean, one of the things we got to be, we, we just, we got to be patient here for a couple of months. And uh, if this was the NFL, you'd say, all right, get us to, you know, mid-November. And if we're five and three or we're six and four, let's go make a little bit of a late run and maybe you get in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh we don't have wild cards in college football, so somehow we got to make this. we got to expedite it, and hopefully it happens a little bit sooner. The Falcons open with Northern Iowa Saturday at Falcon Stadium. Moving on. Utah State. The defending conference champs are picked to finish third in the Mountain Division in the preseason media poll, and the voters did not put a single Aggie on the preseason all-conference team. And believe me, Blake Anderson noticed. You know, I don't know if it was a chip to, to prove anything about last year. I mean, we went out and proved it. We went out and did it. The, to me, it's what this group is capable of, and, and are we going to stay relevant every year, or are we going to pick up the standard uh, and the, the torch and say, all right, in new bodies uh, in a lot of different places, uh, we're we're going to go out, we're going to get it done as well. But a chip, I, I don't know. Now, when you look the fact that you know nobody really picks us to win it, uh, when you look at preseason, uh, all conference, and this and that, and we got virtually no players on any of them. I think that's where. The lack of maybe respect falls on on our shoulders. Like you're only going to get the respect that you earn, and, and you got to earn it every day. So I think that's probably more of it than feeling like we have to prove. Man, we went out and did it. We we did the work last year. We won it. We raised the trophy. That's that's not changing, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter. When, when we just got to focus on what this group's capable of. But I do think there is a sense to some degree that people just don't really believe in us, and, and that's fine with us. We kind of tend to do well in that environment. Being overlooked worked in 2021, and it's worked so far with a two-score win over UConn in their opener. But now it gets real for the Aggies. They'll visit top-ranked Alabama Saturday in Tuscaloosa. And now for our first coaching change here in 2022. Colorado State. Jay Norvell was the first sitting head coach in the Mountain West to move from one school to another within the conference when he took a job at Colorado State. In fact, Norvell and Nevada beat Colorado State 52-10 in the regular season finale in Fort Collins, but 10 days later, Norvell accepted the job at Colorado State. At Media Day, Norvell talked about what he found so attractive about the opportunity to replace Steve Adazio at Colorado State. I mean, I think Colorado State had the qualities of a program that you'd want to coach for. Uh, Great support, um, great facilities, 
community support, and I think a hungry fan base. Um, and you know, for me, I grew up. I grew up in Madison, Wisconsin, uh, watching Big Ten football all my life. You know, I always wanted to be a head coach in a place uh, where people, where you could recruit number one, and where people cared about the team. And so, uh, after talking to Joe Parker, I was so impressed with him. Uh, excited about the hunger of the fan base and just felt like it was a place where we could grow and bring our program and have a lot of success. Success in year one will depend on a large contingent of new players from the transfer portal, including freshman quarterback Clay Millen, who followed Norvell from Nevada to run the air raid offense at Colorado State. Yeah, I mean, we expect Clay to come in and make plays. Uh, uh, He's a really bright kid. He understands the game of football uh, and understanding situational football. Uh, And I'm just excited to get him going. I mean, uh, he's a talented player, and he's going to have a learning experience that he goes through. But that's part of getting good, too. And so, uh, I mean, I look at that as an opportunity for the kid. You know, would we love to have some more veteran players? Yeah. But we have a good player that we like that knows – what we want and I think that's a good place to start for us. CSU with a tough road test in week one at eighth ranked Michigan. So CSU picked fourth in the mountain division and in fifth place it's their arch rivals. Wyoming. Wyoming will run the football as the Pokes finished 20th in the country a year ago, piling up 212 yards a game. Their issue has been in the passing game, where the Cowboys were ranked 117th nationally last season, throwing for a meager 163 yards per contest. Wyoming head coach Craig Bull talked in media day about what it will take to revive Wyoming's air game. Well, it's got to get better, and um, some of it is, is, I use the term re-engineer. Uh, that does not mean it's uh, revamping everything. It's reengineering and refining it. And, and, to, and to get those numbers up, first of all, you, we need to be more accurate with where we're taking the ball, when we're taking it, why we're taking it, and then whom we're throwing the ball to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think uh, uh, Coach Polisek, our offensive coordinator, I mean, is working really hard. Uh, we know that we've got to stay on the field more. Some of that comes into we're always going to be a run-first football team, but to do that, to supplement our offense, we've got to be able to throw the ball better. And uh, so we worked hard in the spring. Guys have spent a lot of times this summer. Um, you know, I'm excited and optimistic about where we'll be with the passing game, Nate. Well, the results from Week 0 certainly leave room for improvement. New starter Andrew Peasley finished 5 of 20 through the air for only 30 yards in the loss at Illinois. However, a bright spot for the Wyoming defense, linebacker Easton Gibbs led the way with nine tackles, the latest in a line of excellent Wyoming linebackers, including Logan Wilson and Chad Muma. And finally in the Mountain Division, it's... New Mexico. The Lobos finished 3-9 and nine in 2021 with an offense that showed plenty of room for improvement. New Mexico was dead last in the FBS in scoring and total offense. Danny Gonzalez, entering into his third season in Albuquerque, talked at Media Day about how there's nowhere to go but up for the Lobos. It's why we're picked last. I'm okay with that. We'll see what happens in November. Um, you have to have enough talent to be competitive, and we have not had that. Our quarterback's injuries that, that everybody keeps asking me about hasn't been because of running the football and all those things, it's because we can't even protect them enough to, to drop back and pass. So four of the five starters on the offensive line weren't even our program until January. We're bigger, we're faster, we're stronger up front than we've been. So that'll give us a chance to be more competitive. 
New Mexico certainly has a chance to be competitive on the defensive side of the ball. Four out of five starters in the secondary return in Rocky Long's 3-3-5 defensive set led by three all-mountain West caliber safeties in Jarek Reed, Tavian Combs, and Ronald Wilson. Well, you can see it statistically. I mean, last year we finished in the top 45 for the first time since 2008. Well, 2008 happens to be the last time we were there. Um, I think I would argue with anybody he's the best defensive coordinator and best defensive mind in all of college football. And so I'm blessed and spoiled to have him on our staff. He's a Lobo for life. He's back home. He loves where he's at. Um, and he's a great football coach. And, and those older guys, they're, they're unbelievable recruiters also because they've been doing it so long. They can talk to parents. They can talk to kids. So at 72 years old, uh, he's, he's as, as good as they come and as good as he's ever been. So that's the Mountain Division 1 through 6. Boise State, Air Force, Utah State, Colorado State, Wyoming, and New Mexico. We'll preview the West Division when we return. This is Danny Gonzalez, head coach of the University of New Mexico Lobos. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Jeff Tedford, head coach of the Fresno State Bulldogs. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Continuing our preview of the 2022 season in the Mountain West, we're on to the West Division. Picked by the media to win the West, it's the Bulldogs of Fresno State with a familiar face back to lead the way. Fresno State. Jeff Tedford replaces Kalen DeBoer, who replaced Jeff Tedford. You heard that correctly. Well, number one, healthy. You know, it was tough to step down the first time. Um, but um, after a year of some procedures, completely healthy, just really, you know, missing the game a lot, missing the program, missing the players, missing the coaches, uh, missing the competitiveness. Uh, and it just worked out the right place at the right time um, when the transition happened. And, and uh, so couldn't be couldn't be more fired up to be back. Tedford now in his first season of his second stint at his alma mater takes over a program that won 10 games last year behind a monster season from quarterback Jake Hayner throwing for over 4,000 yards with 33 touchdowns. Hayner briefly entered the transfer portal but he's back. Yeah I just felt Fresno State was my home and coach Tedford was somebody that I always wanted to play for. He was a guy who I originally came to Fresno State for and he's been a mentor for me growing up. I've known him since I was nine, ten year old kid and he was just somebody who I had a, you know, a really good relationship with. And when he called me and told me he was coming back to Fresno, I was just like, I want to play one more year of college football. I want to do it at Fresno. It's where I made my name and where my family's, you know, basically from. So let's do it. An explosive offense led by Mountain West preseason offensive player of the year in Hayner. Eight returning starters on offense. A defense that finished 20th nationally, allowing only 20 points per game last year. And a head coach that has won two West Division crowns and a Mountain West championship in 2018. You can clearly see that anything short of those lofty achievements will be an underwhelming result for Fresno State in 2022. But to do all of that, they'll have to hold off. San Diego State. The Aztecs are picked to finish second in the West, and they could just as easily win the thing with seven returning players from a defense that was 12th nationally in total defense, 17th in scoring defense, and third at stopping the run in 2021. The secondary could be one of the best in the nation, and the linebacking group is now led by senior Caden McDonald. And maybe best of all, the Aztecs will move into the brand new $310 million Snapdragon Stadium in Mission Valley, with their opener coming up Saturday against Arizona. McDonald himself is looking forward to it. We finally get the home field advantage back in San Diego, and I know that's what our fans are really excited about. I know the football team's excited about that, and me personally, I cannot wait. Uh, we toured the stadium uh, a couple months ago, and it was phenomenal. It's unreal. The stadium is going to be uh, a game-changing atmosphere for sure. 
McDonald added that his favorite feature of the new stadium is that the Aztecs will run onto the field from the 50-yard line, a unique feature on the West Coast. Dual-threat quarterback Braxton Burmeister has transferred from Virginia Tech. Remember, he also played at Oregon, and he'll be charged with getting the Aztecs' passing game going this year. Up next, it's... San Jose State. Speaking of new quarterbacks, Brent Brennan has brought former Hawaii starter Shevin Cordero to the mainland to replace Nick Starkle. The Spartans are looking to recapture the form of their 2020 championship season, and they're picked to finish third in the West in 2022. At Media Day, Brennan talked about why they wanted Cordero. Having coached against him and just knowing the kind of challenges he presented us when we played him, um, how competitive he was, how tough he was, all those things, uh, you know, was, it made it a no-brainer for us. And he's been a great addition. He's been there, you know, six months, and uh, he's having a blast. Brennan said that he and his offensive coordinator quickly flew to Hawaii when Cordero entered the transfer portal. They spent a day with him and knew right away that he would be a great fit for leading the Spartans. Defensively, San Jose State features arguably the best tandem of defensive ends in the conference in Cade Hall and Valami Fajeco. My expectation is for him to be a first-team all-conference player. I, and for him to return to what he looked like in 2020, um, you know, he, um, not a lot of people knew that, but he, but he was, he did not practice or participate until the Monday of our first game last year, and so he just wasn't quite in shape. His body wasn't quite right, and and so, um, you know, now that part of it, he's just been training and he's doing awesome. So, when you combine that with you know Junior Fehoko, and we get some guys back from injury that had. They got hurt during the season in the, in the interior defensive line, Jake Akiva and Lando Gray, and, and so that part, that, and Noah Wright, those, that can be a pretty exciting defensive line. Look out for the Spartans as a big-time bounce-back candidate in 2022. Time for another new head coach in the Mountain West. It's Nevada. Longtime Nevada assistant Ken Wilson replaces Jay Norvell as the head man in Reno for 2022. Wilson spent 19 seasons at Nevada over two stints and was most recently the co-defensive coordinator at Oregon. Wilson is perhaps most excited about his super senior Dom Peterson, already top 10 in Mountain West history in sacks and tackles for loss. Yeah, we got a bunch of young guys outside of Dom. As Dom's as disruptive a defensive lineman as you're going to find anywhere in the country. I just came from Oregon. He would have been playing for us up there. He's very disruptive. He's very powerful. He could play all four of our downline positions at different times. And around him, we've got Chris Love, who's coming back, who had a really good spring and summer with us. He's got a, a powerful kid, could be an inside guy. We've got some edge guys that we think, uh, you know, that we brought in from the outside. Marcel Walker, some uh, some young guys there that uh, we think we can generate some rush with our linebackers our scheme uh, bounces in and out of some different fronts to give us some edge guys some linebackers in the pass rush so we're going to mix it up and try to get a lot of guys involved in that pass rush peterson already forced a fumble in the week zero win in new mexico state as for the offensive side of the ball, the air raid is out, and the pass read option is in at Nevada. Senior tailback Toa Tawa, who rushed for 110 yards against New Mexico State, is looking forward to seeing the ground game take off. I think we'll be a lot more balanced this year, for sure. I mean, we're obviously not going to be uh, in the air like we were last year, but you know, we're still going to be dropping them balls down there, and uh, it's going to it's going to be it's going to be a good year. Nevada off to a 1-0 start with Texas State lined up Saturday. The Wolfpack picked to finish fourth in the preseason full, so in fifth place, it's their Silver State rivals. UNLV. 2021 was a trying year for Marcus Arroyo and the UNLV Rebels, going just 2-10 overall, but there are reasons for optimism. Six of their losses were one-score games last year, and that included a 2-2 finish to the season. If you watched our teams compete and you watched our guys play for each other, 
Uh, I think it was very evident to see that when you're in six games in this conference with the teams we played um, in the final two minutes in one-score games, if those had flipped the other way and we sit here going, hey, you're 8-4, and four, I think uh, the, our team wouldn't have looked like they played different. Mm-hmm. One or two plays here and there flipped the game versus teams that won 10 games. I mean, there's four teams in this conference won 10 games, and that's why we've got the Bull Cup, and this is the best G5 in the country. UNLV looked great in their opener, though, hanging 52 points on Idaho State. Doug Brumfield started and threw for 356 yards, and Michigan State transfer Ricky White caught eight passes for 182 yards and two scores. It certainly looked like that 2-2 two and two finish from last year did, in fact, carry over. And finally in the West Division, it's... Hawaii. In order to find a brighter future, Hawaii brought back a gem from their past. Timmy Chang takes over as the new head coach of the Rainbow Warriors, the legendary Hawaii quarterback who once held the NCAA passing record. Chang talked about helping Hawaii football find itself again after a tumultuous end of the Todd Graham era and his memories of being a part of some of the program's finest moments when he played quarterback for June Jones in the early 2000s. What we're trying to do then, what I'm trying to do is, is, is involve the community, involve the state, and, and, and because we are the only show in town, you know, everybody is so proud and, and they, they want to know that their team's going to do well. And when, it, and when it's firing and it's, and it's good, you know, the state's upbeat. You know, mm-hmm. I've seen it. It's, it really made me stay home because I've seen it live. And, you know, I, I remember I remember that program being 0-18 my senior year in high school and uh, and June coming in and, and, and turning that thing around to one of the greatest turnarounds in, in history of, of college football to 9-4, and four, share of the WAC title. And so I remember that, and, and I, lean on the, I lean on those memories. I lean on my experiences. Um, and, and and involving the state and, and I think that's what's so that's been so great these last six months is just building the gr- the groundswell of, of of support from the community from the state that people want us to do well and so uh, it, it gives those guys a sense of pride of what they're playing for you know when they when they when they make a tackle when they make a block when they catch the ball you know it's, it's for the state and so you know I remind those guys what we're doing it for. Braden Shager and Joey Yellen both saw time at quarterback in the Week 0 loss to Vanderbilt last Saturday, and like the entire Hawaii team, they both have room for improvement. Hawaii picked to finish 6th in the West. They'll host Western Kentucky Saturday night. We'll preview the entire Week 1 schedule next after this from your local station. This is Timmy Chang, head coach of the University of Hawaii football team. We'll be back with more of this week in the Mountain West right after this time. This is Troy Calhoun, head coach of the Air Force Academy. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. In the national polls, five Mountain West teams received votes in both the AP and the coaches' polls, those five schools being Fresno State, Boise State, Air Force, San Diego State, and Utah State. That's the largest number of Mountain West teams receiving votes in preseason polls since 2004. We get week one going on Thursday night of the Mountain West as Fresno State hosts Cal Poly at 7.30 Pacific on FS1. Fresno State quarterback Jake Hayner, your Mountain West preseason offensive player of the year, has thrown at least one touchdown pass in 19 consecutive games. That's the fourth longest stretch in conference history. Derek Carr, Carson Strong, and Andy Dalton, the three names ahead of Hayner on that list. Also at 7.30 Pacific, it's Portland State at San Jose State on the Mountain West Network and NBC Sports Bay Area. Nine games Saturday, kicking off 
at 10 a.m. Mountain Time with Colorado State heading into Ann Arbor, Michigan to face the eighth-ranked Wolverines at the Big House. It'll be the Colorado State debut of new head coach Jay Norvell with a chance to pull the upset against Jim Harbaugh and the defending Big Ten champs. At 11 a.m. Mountain, Air Force opens up year number 16 of Troy Calhoun's tenure at the Academy with Northern Iowa at Falcon Stadium. That game on Altitude Television and the Mountain West Network. The Falcons are coming off of a 10-win season with the nation's top rushing offense a year ago. San Diego State opens up with Arizona at 12.30 Pacific on CBS. It's the first Aztec game ever at brand new Snapdragon Stadium. Dating back to 2019, the Mountain West has won 15 games against Pac-12 opponents. Wyoming looks to bounce back and get their first win of the season Saturday at 1.30 Mountain Time against Tulsa at War Memorial Stadium in Laramie. Nevada looks to keep it rolling, going for win number two on the year against Texas State in Reno at 2.30 Pacific on Nevada Sportsnet and the Mountain West Network. The biggest underdog of Week 1 in the Mountain West are the defending champs in Utah State. They'll look to shock the college football world at number 1 Alabama at 5.30 Mountain in time on the SEC Network. The Aggies will be putting their seven-game road win streak on the line against the Crimson Tide in Tuscaloosa. New Mexico opens with Maine on the Mountain West Network and My 50 at 6 p.m. Mountain to kick off year three in the Danny Gonzalez era in Albuquerque. Mountain Division favorites Boise State head to Corvallis to take on the Beavers of Oregon State at 8.30 Mountain Time on ESPN. The Broncos have beaten Oregon State in three of their last four meetings. And we'll wrap it up around the conference late night with Timmy Chang's Hawaii Rainbow Warriors taking on Western Kentucky with a kickoff at 6 p.m. in Honolulu. That's 9 p.m. on the West Coast and 10 in the Mountain Time Zone. That game is on Spectrum and the Team One Sports app. And that'll do it for the week one edition of This Week in the Mountain West. Be sure to follow the Mountain West on all social media channels, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, for all the latest news, scores, standing, and highlights. Plus, you can always keep up with everything and get the latest content for the Mountain West Network at vmw.com. I'm your host, Matt Neverett. Thank you so much for listening, and enjoy week one of the college football season around the Mountain West Conference. This is Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West. We'll talk to you next week right here on This Week in the Mountain West.